Hey, it girls. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Today we are going to shift gears and talk about my horrible first date. Um, before that, I just want to update you guys on a couple of new things that I have going on, which is actually not that new, honestly and truly. We're back on YouTube. We're back blogging. Well, not blogging. We're back vlogging to the best of my abilities, child. So I'm back vlogging by popular demand. I know I've gotten requests about, okay, you've moved to DC. Like we love to see like vlog content and stuff like that. So home content, decoration content, vlog content, day in a life content is back in long form video. And I believe the first episode, well, the first vlog should be up next week. And so that's something that's new. But other than that, of course, TikTok's still the same. YouTube shorts are still the same as TikTok. And IG reels are actually making an appearance. I know, like, I just be neglecting IG like somebody's, like, stepchild. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. But anyway, honestly and truly, we are here to shift gears because I got to talk about this horrible date that I went on. And honestly and truly, I know it's probably not going to be the only horrible date. I'm not going to put that into the atmosphere, but knowing some of these men out here, it's just certain things that you just can't put past them. You can't put past them, and that's just the way life goes. So without further ado, let me get into First of all, I'm going to tell you all how I met this man and everything. I want to set the scene up for you all. I ended up meeting a friend actually off of Bumble BFF, and I'll be having an episode on how to make new friends, but that's besides the fact that it's actually one of the ways to make new friends. I met her off of Bumble BFF, and we kicked it off. We actually decided to go get drinks, and then she and um, invited me out to the club and I'm not really trying to go to the club now like I am truly in my Sophia Richie era like my billionaires around the corner somewhere but I have not been here so I don't mind visiting the clubs here a couple of times because I'm not from here this is a new environment for me and you know things are completely different and on top of that she's my only friend that I have here so far so I was like sure girl I'll go to the club with you so I ended up meeting this man at the club actually it was when I was leaving the club there I met this man when I was leaving the club contrary to like in Atlanta, like, I guess the club that we went to was kind of close to, like, other things. So people outside were not necessarily at the club. And it also was a day party. Like, there's literally a pizza shop next door, Chick-fil-A's across the street. Like, there's there's a lot of things within walking distance from this club. I just thought it was very odd that a club was even right there. So I don't know if the man was, like at the club or whatever, stopped by to get a drink because like right when you walk in, there's there's a bar, like you can stop and get a drink and then maybe leave. So I don't know. I really didn't have that much of a conversation with him. I do remember I was ordering my Uber so I can leave because my feet were hurting so bad. And a man came up to me with an an accent, like a little bit of a French accent, and just complimented me, said I looked really nice, and um, what was I doing, and I told him, like, I'm leaving, and so he's like, oh my gosh, I hate to catch you, you know, leaving, can I please have your number, Instagram, whatever you're comfortable with, and I was like, sure, you know, it gets to the point where I don't really reject too many men, if I really don't want to talk to them, I just ask for their number, and then they'll never hear from me again, because let's face it, girl, sometimes... <laughs> These men are ruthless, okay? And so I was like, sure. I mean, he was nice. I didn't feel like threatened or anything by it. I was like, why not? I ain't got nothing else to lose, child. So I gave him my number. 
Um, so we ended up going on a date. He did text me and ask me like, okay, what kind of food was I into and everything? He oh, he also texted me, I want to say like an hour later, asking if I made it to like my next destination safely. I didn't tell him I was going home, but I did say I was like leaving. And so I thought that was nice of him. Afterwards, he did text me the next day, and then he was trying to like figure out what type of food I liked and everything. But I told him I was vegan, and it was like, <laughs> I was this close to canceling the date with the man because he asked me, I, I get the ick really quickly, and I don't mean to, but it's just like, I told you I was vegan, and so why did he text me back talking about some, okay, so you don't eat seafood? Like, what? <laughs> How old, like... <laughs> What? Even if you didn't know, like, you couldn't Google what vegan, like, oh, she's vegan. What do vegan people eat? Because I, a person like me, I use my resources. So when a man, I stumble across a man that can't use his resources and ask me stupid questions, I just, I get irritated because it's like Google is free. So I said, no, I don't eat seafood. I'm vegan. I just repeated myself. And I talked to my friends and I was like, I think I'm going to cancel this date. But then at the same time, I really only have like one friend here so far. So it's like, I might as well go on this dang date, um, uh, this dinner date, because he might find an actual good restaurant or whatever. I might actually have a good time. You never know. He ends up finding a vegan restaurant. And I'm actually very happy that I did go out on the date with him because I was in love with everything at that vegan restaurant. Everything that we tried at that restaurant was amazing. Oh, my gosh. I think it was called Raw Radish. I think it was called Raw Radish if you're in D.C. Everything in the restaurant was amazing. Everything was vegan. The drinks were great. The food was great. The service was great. The ambiance was great. Like, everything was just a 10 out of 10. I was blown away. We both were blown away. He was like, oh, this is vegan? Like, this is great. <laughs> I just picked vegan because I wanted you to feel comfortable with everything, although D.C. has a ton of vegan options. But as I'm talking to this man and as the night is going, he's saying, like, things that... I just am disgusted by, and I'm like, what is going on with this man? So he's talking about, I don't know how we got on the conversation. Well, first, you know, we're talking about normal things like, oh, I asked him where he was from and everything. He's telling me about like how he's lived in many different states. So I'm thinking, okay, either he's like an entrepreneur, he's in the military, or he was in military, you know. So I'm, you know, just getting a gauge of what he's talking about you know men especially when you deal with men who are a bit older than you they do like to like try to prove they'd like to it's a job's man it's a man's job to like prove himself to you to show up authentically as himself yes but to prove that he's able to provide so men have their roundabout way of doing that right and sometimes it's genuine and sometimes it's not but for him it, it seems pretty genuine he was telling me about his career and like you know, I was actually enjoying the conversation because I am a great listener. I like to listen to people, especially people who've had more life experiences than me. Um, so he's asking me about myself as well. He's not necessarily asking me about my career, but he was asking like, oh, where I'm from, everything. All of a sudden we get on the top of like the topic of dating. Oh, he does thank me for coming out. He, he does everything he's supposed to do. And we get on the topic of dating and it just goes downhill from there. Like, dun, 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 damn. Like <laughs> this man is talking about what's wrong with you all's generation. You know, you know, it's like talking to your daddy. Like, that's the problem with y'all generation. It was given that. Um, and it's like, I mean, I get it to an extent because he was older than me. So I'm, I'm always going to get that. But I'm always interested to see um, what they're going to say about my generation. But not to my surprise, this man um, comes out of his mouth and he's like, the problem with your generation is that 
they, the women, that's the women. So particularly the women in my generation, that was the first red flag because it's just like, if you're going to do old people, not old people talk, if you're going to do mature people talk, like keep it a book and just talk about the generation. I feel like black women are blamed enough for everything. And I ended up telling him that because it's just like, I don't want to hear you blame women for the lack thereof of men's accountability. I don't, we don't need to have that conversation, especially not on the first date, but since he opened up the floodgates, I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> I'm a level set with you right quick. So he goes on and he's talking about how the women in our generation don't know how to stick by a man. And I made a face and I was like, what do you mean by that? You know, cause I just felt like some, I felt in my heart some BS was gonna follow. I just knew it was gonna be some BS. And so it was like, as soon as something gets tough, you want to leave. And I'm like, I mean, okay, can you like kind of expand on that? Like as soon as what gets tough? And he's like, as soon as a relationship, as soon as girl, uh, women your age see something that they don't like or they experience something that at the end of the day, we're people, we make mistakes. They don't want to stick through it. They want to leave. They want to try to get something better that they think is going to be out there. And so it's like a lot of red flags because I'm like, wait a second. And it's going to talk about the, the lesson for this podcast is who died and made you Jesus? Who died and made you Jesus? Because for some reason, a lot of men in my encounters think that God had really made them Jesus. Who are you to say, first of all, what a woman can't get? As if you have full autonomy over this world like as if you created it. And so I just allowed him to go on this rant because it, you know, again, it gave, maybe he just was having a bad day, whatever. I allowed him to go on his stupid little rant before I interjected and kindly was like, you know, I really feel like women are blamed for almost everything in this life. I don't think any woman should struggle. At the end of the day, Jesus has already died for your sins. I should not have to go along for the ride with disrespect. And if I feel like something is beneath my standard and beneath what I would allow myself to go through, I would rather leave. Now, I'm not, I'm not sure what you are talking about as far as the scenario, but what I can say is that I do appreciate women nowadays are learning to have you know, not only are we able to work because we weren't before, you know, I'm bringing in real life stuff. There was a point in time women are not allowed to work. I'm telling this man this. You're older than me, so you should know this. We weren't allowed to have bank accounts. We weren't allowed to own property. We weren't allowed to really survive outside of marriage. And so for women to love themselves and to have standards, to set those standards, to set those boundaries and decide that they're going to go elsewhere where they're loved, where they're respected, I'm all for that and I will always be for that. And I said, do you have children? And then that's when it's like, oh, yes, I do have children. He talks about how he has a daughter. And I was like, well, I would hope that you would want the same for your daughter. Then he feels like some type of way. Because one thing I've realized sometimes with some men, they love to throw out these like weird, like weird um, sayings or whatever. But then once you personalize it and once it like kind of hit home for them, they start getting upset because they realize what they saying is actually BS. And so it was kind of like, he gave me the look of don't bring my daughter into this, but it's like, would you want your daughter to suffer at the hands of an irresponsible man? 
or a disrespectful man, would you want that for her? I mean, no. Okay, then. <laughs> Next question. Let's move on to something else. So that was already a huge red flag in a date. And from then on, I decided that was already not the man for me. I already knew that. And we continue to go. He pays for my parking. And so when I'm asking him about his kids, I'm like, oh, okay, so how old are they? How many do you have? He's saying he has two kids, one's six, one's eight. His daughter is the six-year-old. He has a son that's an eight-year-old. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, were you married before? I'm just trying to get a grasp of his dynamic, right? And it's just regular conversations. When someone have kids, I feel like that's normally what people ask, right? And so he was like, oh, yes, I am. And I was like, wait, wait. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I'm going to try to play very close attention to how he responds. So he says, yes, he is to my question. And I asked him, are you, oh, so you are married. And so he's like, well, I am, but we're separated. I said, okay, so are you, you're divorced. And he said, no, I'm not. Okay. And then I said, okay, so you're married. Because if you're not married, if you're not divorced, you are in fact married. Point blank, period. And so I set a boundary there and I told him, well, I don't date married men. I wish I would have known that before I went out on a date with you. At this point, it's like the end of the date. So I told him it was nice meeting him and I enjoyed our conversation. And so he abruptly interrupts me and he gets upset. He gets upset at the boundary that I set for myself. It's not me bashing him. It's me saying what I do not do and what I do not stand for. And instead of just accepting that, he tries, well, he does try to gaslight me and he starts laughing and he says, oh, you're so young. You think that everything is black and white. It is not black and white. I am separated. I decided to leave her in February. And so I've been, we've been good ever since. She just helps me run my businesses. He was, he was talking about his businesses early on in the date and he actually got a phone call early in the date and he also asked me if he could answer the phone and I'm like I mean sure he said it had to do with his businesses he answers on speakerphone I guess to prove to me that it had to do with his business and it in fact did he owns a lounge in South Africa so there was a woman calling and she was frantic and she was like hey we're gonna get a fine we were selling liquor I guess after the liquor license hours, which I am already privy to. I've worked in the hospitality industry for a while. So I totally understood what she was saying at the, um, on the other side of the phone. So I'm hearing this conversation and I'm just being quiet, like not minding my business because he did put the conversation on speakerphone, I guess, to ease my mind, but I really didn't care. I was just listening like, Ooh, you about to have a fine child. <laughs> But come to find out towards the end of the night, I was like, wait a second. And so as he's trying to gaslight me, I asked him, I said, was that your wife who called you? And he was like, well, well, my business partner. But yeah, that was her. And I said, so you're not divorced. You're not in the process of getting a divorce. He's like, no, I'm getting money. And I said, well, congratulations for you. So he was like, I just, I haven't had time to focus on getting a divorce. I'm getting money. I said, but you've had time to focus on asking women out on dates. And so he's like, Imani, it's not that big of a deal. I said to you, you might not take your vows that you've made under God serious, but I do. So that was the first jab because it's like, you're not going to sit up here, one, try to behave like you're Jesus Christ, right? Who died and made you Jesus? And then two, try to gaslight me. So now it's like, all right, now, now I have to kind of put you in your place. You might not take your vows serious, but I do. And because of that, you have a good night. He's like, no, no, please, no, 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 please. 
he wants to talk. I'm trying to get my food to go because the food was amazing. <laughs> like, where's the server at? I want to go. Um, so I'm like waiting for the server because I want my dang food. And just listening to him talk and go on this rant, and it, it just dawned on me, like, I already knew this, but I really want to tell you all, no matter what type of date you go on, and I'm pretty sure that we've all had a bad date that we have been on, right? I'm pretty sure we've all have been gaslighted while listening to this episode. But one thing I will say, be very, very careful of men who have this God complex, Be very careful of men who think and who say things like, yeah, because you can't get any better, right? Because at the end of the day, it's not a reflection of what's in this world. It's a reflection of the lack thereof of what they can't provide, what they cannot give you. He told me that it's not that big of a deal. And if I want to find a good man, I need to, I need to put up with things. And I told him that that was not something I was willing to put up with because at the end of the day, I have something called dignity. You can't put a price on self-respect. And some people might, but when I truly believe in something, when you truly stand by something, you're ready to damn near die by that. For real, for real, right? And so when you care about something that much, and I care about not dating a married man so much, that I don't care what he was offering. He was trying to offer me to take me to Europe. He was like, I'll take you to Paris. I'll take care of you. And I said, there are plenty of men out here who will take care of me. Even though, I mean, I could take care of myself. I ain't going to tell him that. (laughs) It ain't got nothing to do with him. I said, there are plenty of men out here that will take care of me who are not married. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. But that's your reality. So do not ever let a man in his perception, his reality, his lack thereof of what he can't provide for you, to you, tell you what's available out there. Because at the end of the day, he's not Jesus. Did nobody die and make him Jesus? That is number one to get from here. Number two to get from this date is you are not writing and dying for nobody, child. Jesus has died on the cross for everybody's sins. Do not let these men drag you through the mud. It has nothing to do with you. And the last thing I want to say, the more horrible dates and horrible men you meet and frogs you kiss or whatever, I didn't even know I kissed that man, but you, you get what I'm saying. The closer you are to your yes, the closer I am to finding my husband, well, him finding me and me choosing him, right? I don't do the finding, I do the choosing. I don't do the picking, I do the choosing. But don't, yeah, it's okay to go on horrible dates. And I honestly laughed about the whole situation. I felt so bad for the wife. But at the end of the day, there was something positive to come from it. And I'm closer to my yes, for one. And two, I now have a new vegan restaurant that I can go to and enjoy by myself or with some friends and enjoy it in the in the comfort of my own instead of with someone who wants to gaslight me and try to manipulate me but shout out to him for finding that for me because I might not have found that restaurant by myself or I might have found it months down the line who knows but I'm happy because that food was amazing so I'll see y'all in the next episode don't let these men get you down girl keep your head up and like and share with a friend and don't forget oh my gosh don't forget to read today's podcast I'll see y'all next week.